Excellent. Okay, so ek wil bou op een woord wat, uh, wat oom Len laatst week gegeet van uh, toewijding aan, wel sy woord was eindelijk net geweest, hulle was toegeweid. They were devoted. They devoted themselves. Ek wil bou op die woord, want ek denk het is uit so'n mooi fondatie geleef van wat het beteken om te devout. But there is a reality that these guys weren't just committed people, they committed themselves to something particular. Alright, we're going to look at that today. Maybe look, how did that devotion look like back then? To see, how can it look like today? Alright? So, I want to again read that scripture where, uh, that, uh, that Len read last week in Acts 2.42. Alright, uh, it says, And they devoted themselves to, what did they devote themselves to? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread. Alright, so for me the interesting thing is that they, meaning the people, devoted themselves. Not just the leadership devoted them, the people devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. Alright, and so that, me- that meant something very specific to them. Did you know that the gift of the apostolic was a very, it was a very weighty gift in the New Testament? Alright, so every, every letter we have in the New Testament was written by an apostle for a specific church. Did you know that? Okay, every letter. So there's a lot of, lot of letters we can think about. Uh, Corinthians was a letter where he, may, he was a bit tough on the Corinthian church. Thessalonians was a letter. Galatians, Philippians, Colossians. Okay, even Revelation. Even Revelation. It starts off by saying the letter to the churches. It was an ap- apostolic letter to the seven churches in Asia. Okay? It was an apostolic letter. And so what did they do in this letter? Okay, so they gave encouragement. They celebrated what the Lord was doing amongst the people. They encouraged them. They supported them. There was also a lot of rebuking. Almost all the letters has rebukes. It has warnings. Um, it has a, a place of celebrating what is the bigger picture, church, to what you are called. And then the, the people devoted themselves to those teachings, to the encouragement, to what was celebrated, to the rebukes, to the warnings. All right? They devoted themselves to that. And one other important thing maybe that we can take, uh, take into consideration here, there was no church in the New Testament all right, uh, in this field that did not have an apostle working into them. So in other words, all the churches had this gift. And so when they say they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, it wasn't just the teaching. They also devoted themselves to the gift of the apostle. All right, do, you, do you see that? It's very important because uh, in vandaagse tijd is daar teaching wat sê die, die, nieuwe, die nieuwe testament is die die apostels geskryf, dit is die apostles' teachings, dit is wat jy jyself moet devout, daar is nie meer een gave, soos die apostolische nie. Right? Daar is die, daar is, daar is a, a, a baie algemene reform teaching, wat, wat in ons midde is. Maar kan ek jy vat na een skrif toe, wat wees, wat vir my so oortuigend is, dat daar nog een gift die apostolic is. Um, dit is in Ephesians 4 vers uh, 11 tot 13. En ek wil vele lees, um, miskien as jy daar skrif kan opsit, so dit sê, Christ himself gave, eh? Christ himself gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. What 
to do what? To do the work of the ministry. Alright? For building up the body of Christ. That was the function of all these gaves. Eh? Uh, until. That's my the most word he saw. So it says, Tot wanneer gaan hierdie gaves functioneer? Until we attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, and especially this part, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So now we can ask, have we come to the fullness of Christ? If the answer is no, we still need all those gifts. That includes the teacher, that includes the pastor, that includes the evangelist, that includes the prophet, and it includes the gift of the apostle. Alright, so this is important for us to lay a foundation because if we don't believe there is something like an apostle, we can't devote ourselves to it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, like you well, the scripture says, how can we come to somebody if we don't believe? How can we come to God if we don't believe that he rewards those who seek him? Yeah? So it's also a place where if we don't believe the gift exists, we can't give ourselves to it. Alright, so another important thing, a lot of people... Uh, there has been a revelation that, uh, you know, the apostolic is something that is real and it's something that exists. But there has a lot of skewed thinking, uh, 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 you know, arisen around the apostolic. And so I want to maybe also lay a foundation of what it looks like when we say we devote ourselves to the apostolic. The apostle is not the Pope. Very important. <laughs> he is not above Scripture. In scripture we see that apostles, they merely reminded the church of the teachings of Christ. That's the function of the apostle. But we cannot say because people have skewed the idea of the apostle or the bishop that now it suddenly doesn't exist anymore. That's also a very important thing to understand. Are you guys with me? Okay. So how did it function? It, it didn't function as a network. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a thing out there that says, you know, the apostolic is a network. I know somebody in Pretoria, and we are linked with them as a church. And sometimes, you know, they say, well, this weekend we feel we're going to preach about this, and now you're also going to preach about that. And then you say, well, we have an apostolic relationship with them. I don't believe, I don't see that in the Bible. All right, so let me, let me show you what I do see in the Bible, and it's very closely knit to what, uh, to what Rihanna shared. It is in Philippians 1 verse 4. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And so we see that there isn't just a place where, um, where I am linked with the church and maybe they will help me financially if I struggle, but there is a partnership, there is a give and take. Now let me quickly explain how this, how this partnership works in Josh Jen. We have a... Um, a movement that, that Andrew started year, years back called 412, and it's based on Ephesians 412. So there's a lot of explaining that needs to happen in the process of explaining the apostolic. But the reason Andrew started that is to, to be able to work apostolically into different churches, churches who invite them. So this is an important thing about the apostolic, they invite. Eh? We, apostolic doesn't lord it over. Len doesn't go to Friedendal and say, this is how you should do it, if they didn't open the door to him. Right, that's very important to start off. So it works by invitation. But anyway, let's, let's go back to how it works. We are able to share our resources amongst, other, amongst another. That means Jean-Louis doesn't have to be on worship every single Sunday. We can ask for help. We can ask for help from, from Stellenbosch. You know, and they have been sending help very faithfully. 
when Len is away, he can, he can ask for preachers to come, and it won't be people who fill in. It won't just be just, you know, let's fill in the Sunday. It will be to build the church, because that is the heart of the apostolic, not just to fill in, but to build and to advance and to restore and to equip. And that's the heart of, of the apostolic En ek het vir die heren gevraag vir my prentje te wees van hoe, jy weet hoe in die herendaagse goed in die omgeving, hoe, hoe sal die apostolies lyk? En die prentje wat hy vir my gewees het, is een voorman op een tafeldrijwe plaas. Want dit is een ou, en toe vraag ek vir Frans de Villiers, dat hy net vir my verduidelik wat met ons gebeur, en is so mooi hoe alles eindelijk inpas. Jy weet, hy sê, hierdie ou moet weet wat kom, en aksie neem. So hy moet weet, uh, hoe, wanneer om kunstmis te gooi, hy moet weet hoeveel kunstmis om te gooi, hy moet weet wanneer om te snoei, wat om als te snoei, wat om te los, hy moet weet wanneer om water te gee, hoeveel water om te gee, hy moet weet wanneer moet die dakies gebouw word, hoe moet hulle geflecht word, hoe moet die um, aanvankelijke lote gesnoei en, en, en al die type goed, hy moet weet wanneer moet daar, um, wanneer moet dit nou uiteindelijk geknip word, wanneer is het rijp, al die verschillende goed, en dit is wat die apostolese kom doen, as hulle kom inwerk, Hulle kom help, hulle kom help om ons te advance, om ons te equip, om ons te restore, so dat ons Godse koninkryk hier so kan establish. Alright, so, ek moet sê, die grootste deel vir my, hierdie al hierdie goed kan heavy theoretical klink, en dit was so vir my, totdat ek het gesien het, hoe dit functioneer in Swellendam. Nou, um, ek, kom daar, ek sal het nooit vergeet, die ons het in een leiderskap tyd saam, Andrew het gekom, Swellendam toe vir julle week, En toe in die tyd, toe vraag oom Len in die leaders meeting, toe vraag Andrew, ek sien nie woord dat die apostels het gekom na kerke toe en dan het hulle vir die kerke gesê, uh, bemoedig, wat doen julle goed en waarmee het julle werk nodig? Sal jy asjeblief as apostel vir ons sê, wat het ons as gemeente nodig? En eerstens, dit het my mind geblauw dat oom Len so oop was vir inspraak van iemand wat van buiten afgekom het. Maar tweedens, Andrew's response was so beautiful geweest. Hy het gesê, the strength of this church and the reason that this church is growing so fast is because Swellendam submitted fully to the apostolic. They devoted themselves fully to the apostolic. Dis wat hy gesê het. Hy gesê, die kerk het gegroei as gevolg van hulle devotion to the apostolic. En dit is iets, dis a groot encouragement vir ons vandag. As ons sê, we devoting ourselves fully, dan die gevolg van dit gaan groei wees. Ons het gesien daar Ephesians 4 vers 12. Die gevolg is unity. Die gevolg is maturity. Nee? Die gevolg is als een groter fullness van Christ wat kom, as die gift werk. En ek wil sê, dit is ook nie net een len wat gesê het, Andrew, jy het my hart nie. Len en sy hele leiderskapspan het afgestaan, en gesê, stier jylle mense, kom wees vir ons hier om hierdie te doen, want ons weet die wat ons nie weet die. Dit is profound. Hy het sy hele ministry neergele. Want, en hy het vandag nog hierdie ding. As die ministry wat ek, wat ek najoog, as het in die Heere is, en ek leer het neer, dan sal, dan sal hy dit weer vir my gee. Hy sal dit weer vir my gee. En so het die Heere 90% van die ouwens wat teruggestaan het, weer op leadership gesit. Nou ek schier dit as een voorbeeld, want devotion to die apostolic, dit lyk, dit is iets wat sigbaar is. Dit is nie iets wat net theoretisch is nie. Mens sien dit. Mens sien dit prakties. En ek wil ook sê, Andrew aan die ander kant maak het vir my as persoon baie makkelijk om te submit en te devoute te, te wees door die apostolies. Want Andrew self functioneer in een span. Hy is nie hierdie ou wat top is en daar is niemand wat kan sê, hy Andrew, hierdie ding of hierdie ding. So laatst toe hy in Swellendam was, dis toe een paar jaar later, toe sê hy, Len, 
voor jylle kerk. Len, wat, ek het nou heel week by jou geblei. Wat sien jy in my? Wat is nie regie? Wat is nie soos God? He? Die ou wat die movement lei, het daar humility om te sê, <laughs> I, I, I'm not making myself big here. This is about God's kingdom and him being built. En so, a klein plekkie, wat a 412 kerk is in, in, um, in Isle of Man, het, het een keer vir Josh Jen to say, vir hulle was by a conference, he saw, to say, Andrew, your worship is good, but your worship is too much about you, and not enough about God. En toe, dit het, ons het, Andrew het so geluister vir dit, dat hulle een plek gebring het, wat hulle gesê het, hierdie, worship, hierdie type worship songs gaan ons uitsnij. En ek moet sê, by myself, is ek sies, is dit eindelijk die worship songs, waarvan ek hou, <laughs> wat is nou uitsnij? And then I listened to, I actually read what I was singing. And I just want to read one piece that, that we were singing in church. And that was one of my favorite songs, okay? Actually, I don't need to even go to the notes because it's so easy. It's like this. For me, for me, only Jesus. For me, for me, for me, only Jesus. For me, for me, for me. And when I say, saw that, I realized that these guys were onto something. Our worship shouldn't be about us. It should be about God. And then, I'm so grateful that Andrew is in a partnership, he's in an apostolic team where people are able to speak into one another and even speak into the things that he built. And I want to say this. You know that morning when, when Worcester City Church became Josh Jen, Clarence stood here and he said, I want to do something. You know, and he dropped the flag of Worcester City Church. You remember that day? When he did that, I realized that the same thing that was true for Swell and Dumb when they said these guys devoted themselves to the apostolic, I realized that the same is going to be true here. There will be a laying down of my ministry. There will be a laying down of how we thought church was, was done. There will be a devotion to the apostolic because uh, uh, there, there's, a, there's a devotion to Andrew. And, and also to say this, Andrew is devoted to God. <laughs> He's, he's not an island. He's not, he's not something on his own. So, are you guys with me? It can be a difficult thing to understand. Yeah, but but he is not, it's not like there's a place where he's, he is the boss. He's the voorman. The voorman werk ook vir iemand. En hy werk ook saam met mense. And that is what the apostolic does. So, maybe a couple of practical things. Yeah? Earlier I said a couple of practical things uh, I, I want to mention. So, the first one is, the first one is they celebrate what God is doing. Okay, so they come in, there's relationship, very important. They do not come and give encouragement outside of relationship. Alright? I had met Franco de Villiers gepraat to say, a great deal van the owens that met die tafel driver werk, a great job is, hulle moet soek waar is die oos. This is beautiful. Soek waar is die oos. Seek where the harvest is and cut all the leaves around it so that it can get exposure, so that it can grow and mature and come to its fullness. And that's a, that's a thing that the, uh, that, the, that the apostolic does. And you know what? There has been some apostolic input into this church. Did you know that? Okay. What has been the apostolic input? You know that this church was, was, was in the process of maybe splitting. Do you guys know that? In the process of splitting, when Josh Jen just came, came, came into Wooster, a couple of people went. And then Clarence in his heart felt, I should also be a part of Josh Jen. And then there were conversations, maybe we should make two. <laughs> and then Andrew said, no, there's an opportunity for unity. These guys must be one again. 
And do you remember the first time he preached here? That on the 18th of October, that's when Josh Jen was launched in, uh, in this building. You know what he preached about? Of Jesus, where he prays and he says, Father, let them be one, as we are one. And so the apostolic comes and he supplies what is lacking in our faith. And you know what? Furthermore, Andrew said it is striking about the diversity in the church. The diversity in terms of, of, uh, of different tribes and tongues and nations you know, that are gathered together. But I've also felt you know, uh, prophetically, and Lynn has also confirmed this uh, as the apostolic gift into this church, that it will, this church will not only be uh, diverse in terms of its membership, but also diverse in terms of its leadership. And that's an important thing to take. If we devote ourselves to the apostolic, which Len does carry, then we will say, Lord, how can we, how can we bring this to pass? How, how can we position ourselves to see that there are black leaders in the church? How can we position ourselves to see that there are brown leaders in the church? How can we position ourselves? And not so, it's not a, a, a quota thing. Eh? It's not like that because the Lord qualifies. The Lord calls. He positions but we do feel that in here there is a place for that to happen. And I want to say this, maybe that's also why Andrew preached about unity, because where diversity is very, uh, is very high, this unity can easily come in. And that's why the apostolic warning came, guys, be united, be united. And so if we devote ourselves to the apostolic, we remind ourselves that this is what they said. Guys, yo, we must invest, we must invest that leadership uh, will reflect, will reflect the kingdom of God. You know, not just what we think. You know, um, so it's an important thing. There's encouragement uh, in Thessalonians three verse ten. It says, "Night and day we pray most earnestly that we see you again to supply what is lacking in your faith." So when the apostolic gift comes into the church, they supply what is lacking. what is kort om te groei? Okay, so, ons het die voordeel dat ons het apostolic gift wat hierdie gemeente leid het. Nee, Len Duisel, dis sy grace. So, as hy weggaan, hy sê, guys, die ouwens wat inkom, hierdie is wat lek by ons. Asseblief preek oor hierdie goed, massage hierdie value in, bring hierdie waarheid, so dat die kerk kan groei. Dis ook om ek net gesê, dis nie net een substitute, een benchwarmer wat gauw opkom nie. This actually, Len in die, die team is eigenlijk bezig om te denk, hoe kan ons bou? Hoe kan ons hierdie gemeente vat, dat hulle in hulle destiny ingaan, en dat hulle voluit kan hardloop, vir alles wat God vir hulle as gemeente het. En um, so, daar wat Rihanna vroeger gelees het, that God will, I'm confident of this, that God will bring to completion what he has begun in you, is actually not a word for one person. It's a word for the church. You know, and I want to say, yeah, God has begun something among us. But he will be faithful to finish it. And he will use faithful workers to bring to completion that work. All right. Awesome. You guys still with me? Okay, awesome. Uh, Almost done. So, obviously, there is also a place of correcting and rebuking. And so, for us, we haven't really seen that. Um, But and And I do appreciate the way Andrew does this. You know, when the apostolic comes and they don't say, guys, you suck with this, please sort this out. He doesn't come in. He comes humbly and he comes to build. Sometimes he does, he does break a little bit, but it is always gentle. It's always, I've always had the sense like, yo, this is hurting now, but yeah, I want to give myself to it. That's just a grace. 
the grace in, in Peter. No, it's not in Peter. It's in Romans 1. Let me, where, where, um, where Paul, I think it's Paul that writes, he says, Through him we received grace and apostleship to call the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. Okay? So what does the grace of the apostolic do? It helps people to, to bring them into line with, with the scripture. It calls people to obedience. So that's why I said earlier, the apostle isn't above scripture. He's, he doesn't have more authority than scripture does. You know, that's unhealthy if a church has that. Okay? Uh, very unhealthy. So, just want to say this, that the correction might come on two fronts. It might come with regards to what we do, and it might come with regards to what we believe. Okay? So, yeah, with our heart and, and, and with our behavior. And so we see in Corinthians, Paul actually rebukes them for their behavior. Okay? So he says, you know, you are so gifted and yet so carnal. And then in the second Corinthians, he says, yes, I was, um, I was sad that I wrote the letter, but I also wasn't sad because I saw you listened. It brought repentance. And so that's one of the functions. Um, we saw a, a couple of examples uh, in the scripture where as it was difficult in the community, then the Owens by Paul gaan klaar. Paul is here gebeur. He had in this gewoonlik the impetus for him om die briewe te skryf. Hy weet so, hulle sal invite relationship, partnership, not a network. So that is what we, what, what we as a church would invite if we say we want to devote ourselves to the apostolic. But there's also another dimension for us. We devote ourselves to the apostolic. We must be in sync and in, in the slipstream of what Andrew and Josh Jen is doing. So I would encourage you, go on the website, go look at the messages preached. Go, um, uh, Clarence also teach something. I think it's premiering today. Yeah? I would encourage you, you know, uh, go watch those things because it does work something in your heart. You know, it's something that the apostolic felt. We want to release these people. We want to let them teach and build into the church. And so if we devote ourselves to the apostolic, we also devote ourselves to the people they release to teach, the people they release to work. And so we do also see this, that the apostolic was always sent to help to raise up leaders. What does does Paul write to Timothy? He says, teach this and entrust reliable men with this teaching. Okay? And the consequence was that they should raise up other elders. Okay? Raise up other people to bring other people into obedience. Because, I said earlier, it's the the grace and apostleship to bring obedience. But actually, it's the call of all of us to bring people into obedience that call on to the name of the Lord. Because in the Great Commission, what does Jesus say? Go to all nations, discipling them, teaching them to? To obey everything I have taught you. That's the call of all of us. Eh? It's not just to disciple. It's not just to baptize. All right? It is to bring into obedience everything I have commanded you. All right? That's the call of all of us. Um, but we do want to honor this gift, don't we? And why do we honor this gift? First of all, we, we saw in Ephesians, Christ himself gave this gift. And so if we honor the gift, we honor the giver. Okay, and I want to read, maybe, maybe as closing, I want to read, read us this scripture in Hebrews um, 3 verse 1. 
It speaks about Jesus. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Jesus first is our apostle. And so when we devote ourselves to the apostolic, it's also the person of Jesus whom we devote ourselves to. And if this dimension is not here, that Jesus is the apostolic, okay, then all of our loyalty to Josh Jen and our commitment to the name is going to carry no weight. Okay, because devotion finds its place in intimacy with Christ. If we do not have that, and we have all the devotion, we have all the fellowship, we have all the breaking of bread, we have all the prayer, that's going to mean nothing when we stand before our Lord. I want to say this in closing, that I remember two years back when I, when I first preached on the devotion to the apostolic, I asked Len to write a letter to Swellendam, his apostolic letter. And I remember reading through the letter because he wrote it very fast. I remember when I read through the letter, I thought, this is rather basic, you know. I know all these things because you've said it so much. You've taught it so much. I know that you are encouraged about the growth of the church. I know that you love the fact that they give themselves even when it's uncomfortable. I know you encourage them to pray more because that's a weak muscle in the church. I know these things. And, but I, when I read the letter... Boom, I just felt God's presence. <laughs> I just felt His presence. People were weeping. Other people were rejoicing. And it's just, I just, at that moment, I just sensed that, that in my heart, I even dishonored the apostolic in that sense by saying, oh, I've heard this before. But that doesn't mean it's, there isn't a grace upon it to break open hearts, to, to bring obedience, to bring a celebration and a faith uh, in what God is doing to encourage people to walk in the things of God because that's what goes with the gift. And so I want to say this. And I get the feeling that words fastmark. That misschien sit jy vandag hier so en jy sê ek het nog nooit gesien dat die apostolie so so funksioneer dat dit 'n mens is of 'n groep mense is wat in 'n span werk en hulle self gee en inwerk. Ek het nie gesien dit dit werk so nie. Maar ek kan sien hoe dit die plan van die Here is. Ek kan sien hoe dit deur die woord is dit een plek waar die Heere een specifieke gave gebruik het om Godse kerk te bouwen? En om vast te maken aan dit beteken ook dat eindelijk dat hij jou vastmaak aan Jesus. En so, wat ek wil hee, kom ons, kom ons, kom ons maak ons oot hee. Hmm. So let's say this morning, you, you are in that place where you say, I want to, I want to devote, I want to commit, ek wil vastmaak. Ek wil vastmaak aan, aan die apostolische, want ek wil loop in alles, wat, as gemeente wil ons loop in alles wat, wat, wat Jesus vir ons het. Ons wil in volwassenheid loop, ons wil groei, ons wil in die volheid van wat Jesus vir ons het loop, ons wil in eenheid wandel. Ons wil vastmaak, daarom wil ons vastmaak aan die apostolische. Ek wil net sien, hierdie gaan nie oor my nie, ek gaan nie, is nie nodig vir my om hierdie vir enig iemand te vertel nie, hierdie gaan net nou oor jou en die Heere. As jy wil vastmaak, en jy sê, Heere, hier so sê ek, ek wil myself vastmaak aan hierdie. Selfs al weet ek nie heel te mal wat dit beteken, of hoe dit miskien praktisch gaan lyk nie. Maar ek wil myself vastmaak, dankie, dankie vir die mense wat reageer. Selfs net, selfs net in jou hart, kan ek vraag dat as jy kien is vir dit, dat jy jou hande sal oopmaak, asof jy sal ontvang. Hmm, dankie, net jou hande oopmaak. Jesus,
He is the apostle. You are the apostle and high priest. You are the sent one. You came because the world was sick. And now, Father, you send the gift of the apostolic because churches are sick. And we need, we need this gift that you provide for health. Bringing us into more, encouraging us, celebrating uh, what, is, what, what you're doing. Father, we want to say, teach us to devote ourselves to the apostolic. Thank you, Lord, that, they, that the apostolic is not there to lord over us anything, Lord, or um, to force us to do anything, Lord. But we want to say we invite the apostolic, Lord, because we've seen the growth that you can bring when people do devote themselves to the apostolic. And so here we are, our hearts are bare. Lord, bring us into a place where we give ourselves fully, Lord. Our devotion in this comes from a devotion to you where we say, Jesus, we love you. You are the one our hearts adore. We want to be like that New Testament church that says they devoted themselves. We want to say that too, Lord. We want to give ourselves. We want to commit ourselves to your ways. Thank you, Lord, that you're going to bring this church into more, going to be more growth, Lord. Thank you that there is going to be maturity coming. Thank you, Lord, that you will add builders into this church, Father, add people who are, um, who are keen to see your kingdom come, that you will add evangelists to this church, Father, that all the tribes, tongues, and nations of, uh, of this region will be reached, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for, we want to we wanna pray for um, Avian Park, we want to pray for Swell and Temba, Lord, that you will bring people in, Lord, in Jesus' name, because of our devotion, Lord, because of our devotion to, to the things of God, Lord. I want to ask that there will be such an intimacy with this church, Father, with one another, a great unity, Lord, a, a place of coming into more because we love you. Jesus, and above all, we ask that we will love one another and that we will love you and that your presence will be so tangible when we come together that it will be undeniable that, uh, that people who come in will say that truly the Lord is among you. We want to pray for salvations here. We want to pray for people to come to deeper commitments. We want to pray, Father, for people to develop and discover their gifts, Father, and see how they can serve the church, church and give of themselves, Lord. We do want to ask if there's any, um, any false doctrine that's gripping our heart, Father, that you, will, that you will use the apostolic to bring us in line, Lord. Father, we, we know that you, that you love your church. You love your bride. You want to see her spotless. <laughs> you want to say we give ourselves to that, Lord. We give ourselves. May this be a church, Lord where it is said of them that they devote themselves, Father, that we fully devote to the things of God and what you provide to grow in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.